Today's show is brought to you by Jim's Outlaws. Check them out on Facebook. We've got a link in the bio down below. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Mikey. This is a podcast about racing. Sometimes we talk about racing. And sometimes we don't. This is The Crossover. Welcome to The Crossover, everybody. It's the most boring <laughs> entry ever. I mean, you, look, you've... How do, we, how do we say this? You just drove eight hours. No. Seven hours. Six. Is it only six hours? Yeah. Okay. Eight, like 6.15. That's not bad. No. For some reason, I thought it was like like an eight-hour drive. No. I'm not looking forward to the drive to Talladega. No? Nope. I'm not too worried about it. I'll be more than happy I'm to not be- worried about it. Right. I just, you know, my, my appetite. For road tripping? For being in a car with someone I don't travel with normally. It's it's not high typically anyway. Sure. But I don't know. I'm just, the older I get, the worse it feels. Yeah. Well, I can assure you that I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be that bad. No, I know. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Like, I'm, what, I'm, what, the thing is, when it comes to, when it comes to road tripping with people that I don't, don't normally road trip with, yeah. the other people aren't the issue. I am. It's you. Uh, yeah, I'm not tolerable. In long doses, except for to, like, a certain few people. I guess we're going to test so. whether or not. Well, and that's why I said, you know, I sent you that text, like, hey, we need to start coming up with shit that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's, I don't know, it, eight hours is a lot, is a long time. And we're going to be doing 16 hours in a span of two days. That's not bad. <laughs> okay. Like, you're making it way worse than it is. So, if it were just me driving down there, I'd be fine. Right, because you've added the element of Josh into the car. Somebody else. There yeah. are two people on the face of the earth that I enjoy long drives with. Only two. You're not one of them. And I and, and that, I don't mean that in a mean way. Right. I talk to you now more than I talk to anybody else. Right. But I just, I don't know. When you don't know. Like I said, I'm the problem. I get that. In this scenario, I'm the problem. Well, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. First step is admitting it. And right now you're at step one. Congratulations. So I'm going to take a shot. What are we drinking? Tonight is uh, still our friends at Moon Drops Distillery because yeah, those man. are the three bottles that are up here. Although we brought way too much alcohol back from Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moon Drops Distillery, this is their vodka. Um, because I, I want to start out kind of easy. It's a very clean mm-hmm. vodka. Uh, you want to run clean tonight? You can. You can use it as a mixer. <clears throat> I don't. I mix it with... Your my, face. My natural biology. Yeah. So here we go. Cheers. Oh, you hold on. You need something to drink. Non-caffeine. Unless you only have caffeine, then whatever. So. Ooh. Sounds rough. Well, because all the coolers Thank end you. up up here. So I keep running out of Do you of need me to, like, so bring me one, bring it one down after every show? No, I just need to tell my kids to. Do it. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I'm working on the uh, the lemonade frost today from from Pure Aqua, the lemonade Zazzle. It's, it's not, sparkling frost. It's not Dazzle. It's made by the same company. I Okay, so Cavaliers and Camaros are the same car. Yep. Okay. They're a Chevy. Same car. All right, so what's going to happen from now on? Every time a Chevy passes us, I'm going to say, hey, Josh, you like that Camaro? I'll say, yeah, it looks really nice. Yeah. Looks like a bottle of Zazzle. You know that I'm going to lean into it. You know I, that, I right? Know. Like <laughs> the thing is, doing it constantly is annoying. It really is. Yeah, I got you. 
I got you. I just, you know. So we'll move over from Zazzle to Dazzle like we were. Well, it's not even Dazzle. I know it's Frost, but it's still really good. Hey, when this airs, it'll be three days. Sweet. We're we're a week away from... Is uh, it next weekend? Uh-huh. I got plans for next weekend. Do you really? No. I was going to say, you're gonna be at the, plans are going to be at the fucking track. Okay. Gonna Do we be. have any idea what the weather's looking like yet? It's cold as balls. I mean, it's April yeah. in Indiana. Yeah. That's so, funny. I mean, we're looking at a high of 42. I'll, uh, I'll wear my, my uh, uh, 2019, I think 2019, 2019 three-hour hoodie, s- hoodie that, uh, that fits no better than it did when I bought it. So, I'll look like a purple sausage. I'll probably buy, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll probably bring my, um, my USA insulation hoodie. That is, it fits, but... It fits. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> I I was looking for the... <coughs> you wouldn't think that this is the case. And it's not. But right. while we were down in Tennessee, in in Gatlinburg, or Pigeon Forge, mm-hmm. I was trying to find a hoodie that fits me. Because I, I have an odd body shape. Right. In that I'm fat. But I'm not shaped... The thing is, I'm not shaped like a fat person. No, you're not. Um, and that's because you're tall. And we'll we'll end up we'll talk about that when it comes to amusement park rides here in a minute. Oh god! It, no, it's just annoying. Um, and I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I don't blame them. Right. The, like you know, I texted you while I was there. These are decisions that are completely under my control. Right. I couldn't find a hood. I listen. If if someone's out there that has a business that, that they want to promote, that like your extended sizes stuff, they come in colors I don't want to wear. Yeah. It's like, you know, I already have a problem sticking out because I'm huge. Mm-hmm. So Don't put you it, in a chartreuse hoodie. No, it's not just that. It's like, hey, how about stark white? Like, usually, like, when I go to a concert, yeah. the T-shirts that are in my size mm-hmm. are white. Yeah. Because... Or, like, a weird gray. I'll take gray 100% really? of the yeah. time, yeah. yeah. Um, But, like, purple, the purple hoodie that I have, I bought that because that was the one 3X that they had. Yeah. And... God only if I was in a three X right now, man. I'm getting close though. Yeah, I had a really really good dude for vacation. Mm-hmm. I had a fucking excellent week. Good. I broke down last night because it was getting late and we ran out of options. And you're like, fuck it, we got to do it. Yeah, yeah. You'll never guess where we ended up. Sonic. No. Where'd you go? <laughs> Tell me. So c- can I start with? I I averaged ten thousand steps every day. Okay, that helps. So the watch that I have will give me a little celebration thing and vibration when I hit 10,000 steps. Yeah. I hit 10,000 steps. I got that alert while I was at CC's Pizza. And I had to, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had to pause After for your a second moment. time, after your second time through the buffet. If only. If only. <laughs> I paused for a moment and looked at my wife. I said, we need to appreciate the irony of this moment. <laughs> and she was oh, like, well, shit. I mean, it's it's better that you did than didn't. And come to CC's Pizza. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Which means you're also really close to it before you went through the buffet like four so times. So I was thinking about that. So the timing of the way this thing works is if I had hit 10,000 steps walking in before I'd paid, I would have turned around and walked right the fuck And just said, out. fuck it. Yeah. yeah I would have been like, no, not doing it. Right. I, I accomplished, you know, I hit, the, I hit the milestone today. Yeah. But I was... Oh, I was deep. I was I was knee deep in already. You know, I want to say I had polished off plate three. Listen, but, but when listen, you're three fingers deep in CC's pizza, uh, you gotta finish. And I've I figured out what the secret is for CC's pizza. First of all, it's 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 mediocre. 
Of course. It's mediocre. Well, you However, mean paying five bucks is going to get you dope-ass pizza? Dude, your, your in Pigeon Forge was nine. Shit. It was five for the kids. Of course, right. But if you go when they're absolutely slam-packed, mm-hmm. it's always fresh. Oh, nice. The, yeah. The food doesn't sit. So, yeah, it was it was kind of... I, I, I can't, I, again, I made the decision. Right. Um, they're che- they, and it wasn't bad. For mm. what it is, it's not bad. No. And I didn't end up with, you know, horrible gut-wrenching diarrhea <laughs> or anything. That's my, right. Getting it kicked in the balls. My my wife is regretting it. What, CC's? Yeah. Yeah. Because of her gastrointestinal mm-hmm. issues. Mm-hmm. Um. I just want to talk about racing, man. It's coming we, up. I know, but we can't. There's nothing to talk about. Well, we're almost there. NAS, NASCAR is running tomorrow. I know. They're doing Coda. I don't know what that is. That's whatever it is. What it's the something, something, whatever. Oh, is that where Dan's going to be? That's where Dan's at right now. Got it. Yeah, Dan's. They, but they're not running tonight. No, they're, they're doing like, I think they're doing. Like um, qualifiers or whatever. Whatever, yeah. And like what they call what um, I guess would be like NASCAR Junior. Got it. Hey, <laughs> so speaking of rides, let's talk about rides real quick. And yeah. We're actually, this is going to transition into the Beast West segment and his family. Nice. Um, did you hear what happened in Florida two nights, I think two nights ago or maybe three nights ago? With that kid? The, yeah, yeah, so a drop tower ride. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it, by the way, if you haven't heard the story, basically it, it runs like this. It's one of those drop towers that goes straight up. They tilt the chair forward and then and drops. Then, right. And then hits the brakes. When it hit the brakes, the kid slipped out underneath his harness. Shit. So he ejected straight down. At like seventy miles an hour. Yeah, he's toast. Yeah, he was done. Um, we get to Dollywood the next day, and I on the way on the way to Dollywood, I'm like, I wonder what that's going to mean for Dollywood's drop tower, because if I have a drop tower right now, I'm waiting mm-hmm. until we find out what went wrong before I operate it. Yeah, and it wasn't until I, and we got there and it was closed. Their drop tower was closed. That's smart. And it said for routine maintenance. Well, I did a little bit of digging. It was the same manufacturer <gasps> as the one in Florida. No. Dude, I've been on that ride. You survived, though. I did. Yeah. But it's one of those rides. Um, like, my daughter went on it three or four times. The last time she went on it with me, um, we both said, that was cool. Had a blast. Never have to do it again. Yeah. And we've been there probably 10 times since. And every time I say, hey, do you want to do it? Every time she said, nope, we've done it. We're good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's horrible, horrible story. Got to spend, uh, though, the day with the Stegmans. Nice. Uh, we wandered around Dollywood. How was uh, that? It was cool. Good. Um, you know, I got, I didn't, uh, so two of my most embarrassing, and Wes is going to laugh because I, I, I kept bringing it up all day. <laughs> two of my most embarrassing fat guy out of shape stories, two now, mm-hmm. have happened in his presence. <sighs> the one where I, where I, Damn near collapsed yeah. climbing the stairs. Because you the, made you did four stories at, and, the, at the banquet yeah. dinner, and then the one where I got pulled off of a roller coaster. <sighs> Which one? Um, I don't remember. Oh man, do you know him anyway? I know him. Okay, uh, I I don't remember. It doesn't matter, right? I mean, it doesn't. Not that that I don't, that has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. But uh, so him and my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least she was safe. Well, she could have rode without him. That's true. That's true. I'm trying to get these to stop blinking. And they look really cool. Okay, then I'll leave them the way they are. Whatever, it's fine. But yeah, um, his kids had a blast. The younger one, the little one, uh, couldn't make it the whole day. 
Right. So Mija and Mija's dad, uh, Mija's dad was there as well. Yeah. And uh, what's your dad like? Pretty cool. Very cool guy. I like that. Uh, former military. Yeah. Uh, works for the government. Works for the Defense Department. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Um, very cool guy. Um, lots of great stories. That's what's up. Yeah. So uh, did I miss anything this week? <sighs> Not really. It's been a pretty tame week. Okay. Um, so for the cross. <laughs> that's right. So uh, this is your 13 minute episode, dude. 13 minutes. Before, yeah. I'm just thinking, thinking about what's coming. Seven days. I mean, I I get that you're pumped about it, but. I know. It's going to be cold as balls, too. So. Like, that, that's the thing. It's going to be cold. About, let's talk about pizza. Oh, yeah. And more, more, more importantly, my wife doesn't understand me. Right. Or know me. Listen, so there's one man who does. It's 20, this one. 20 years. Okay, okay. So. Let's talk. You, so you think you know me better than my wife. You think you know me better than my wife. Let's try. Every time I tell my wife, like if there's a gathering, like we're, like we're getting a bunch of pizzas or whatever, I'll say just get a decent assortment of things. And that way, don't get anything exotic. Right. No pineapple. Yeah. Or... And she won't do this anymore simply because she knows it's a trap. I'll say, get something we'll both like. And she'll say, bullshit. Right. Tell me what to get. Right. Because she invariably gets the same thing. Because she makes an assumption about me that is an easy assumption to make about guys. Right. And it doesn't matter. And she probably gets it now because I've beat it into her. But she brought me a piece the other night while we were at CeCe's. Last night we were at CeCe's. That she assumed I like. Or, yeah, assumed that I like. And I don't. It's not that I don't like it. But it was missing a key element. So if you were going to order a pizza for me, what would you order? I mean, I'd keep it simple. What's simple? Pepperoni. Okay. There are very few pizzas I hate less than pepperoni. Okay. So I don't know you as well as your wife. Yeah. Which is fine, and I'll accept that. So here's the thing. In her mind, all guys love meat lovers. I thought we were talking about uh, pizza, not not your relationship with your wife. I mean, the two are That's related. Look how... at me. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah, is, that, is it shocking that the two are related to each other? No, I don't like meat lovers either. And here's why I don't like meat lovers. I like all the meats that are on it. Right. It has to have a vegetable of some kind. Mm-hmm. It has to have some sort of plant-based matter. Yeah. The perfect pizza has no pepperoni on it, by the way. And I get, this is one of those things, I get I'm wrong. Because it's the most popular meat topping on a pizza. I get it. I get that I'm wrong. Sausage and onion. There is no better pizza. Man. You put those two ingredients and just those two on a pizza, and it makes a bad pizza. Well, there's no such thing as a bad pizza unless it's poisoned. Right. Um, or it's got pineapple on it. I don't mind it. Really? I didn't. I had not tried. I was in my mid twenties the first time I ever tried yeah. Hawaiian pizza, and if it was if it had already been ordered and it was at a party, I'd have it, but I would never pay for it. I mean, working at a pizza place, I kind of had to, like it was. It was like, hey, we're gonna do pizza flavors today. We're releasing a new one, and I go, really? What's it called? And they're like the Luau, and I'm like, oh, fuck my life. Well, yeah, but. It, it's not even that creative. It's not like you're coming up with something. All of the just... all of the pizza names for that company aren't creative names. Okay. You know, like, so, but what they did was instead of, like, the normal Aloha, which is what they called the, 
The other one, they added barbecue sauce. <laughs> That's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> Whatever. So I tried it, and I was like, oh, this is disgusting. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for growing. Make sure to push out. that this month when yeah. people order. No, no. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and by the way, for $5 more, if you want to have the worst pizza you've ever had in your life, we'll throw right. one in there. That's right. So... So the big three when you're ordering for family, for me, uh-huh. you said you want to keep it simple. So yeah. what I think of is I think of pepperoni sausage and like a like a combination supreme type deal. Would you say that I'm off? You're off by one. You're is it off cheese by one maybe? Because there's kids. Cheese. That's right. Yeah, kids cheese. will always eat cheese pizza. Yep. Yep. So I didn't, you know, I didn't even think about that. I always thought that, you know. Whatever. Well, you know why? It's not. It certainly has nothing to do with the fact that you hate kids. I hate your kids. I don't. I don't I, hate everybody. I, I just hate your kids. <laughs> I've told have, you that a million we, times. We have not discussed the fact that one of the very few really bad fights we've had is over the fact that I continually it. Be, so for me, it became about it was the Jimmy Kimmel Matt Damon joke, right? And well, for I me, just, I was like, he's fucking where, attacking. Where where I would just constantly bring up that you hate kids, right? And it's not. It's totally not that. But apparently, and I didn't know this. Yeah, people would come up to you at events and say, hey. You know, just so you know, I left my kids home because I know you don't like kids. No, no. So, like, what would happen is, like, their kids would do something and they'd apologize. Oh, okay. And I'm like, what are you apologizing that's all, but for? But that's all parents. I'm, but, well, yeah, but no. But, but, that, but, but then specifically, they would specifically say, well, I know you I hate know kids. Hate <laughs> I'm like, when the fuck have I ever said that I actually hate all children? I don't. I know one guy that always says it. <laughs> So, so now it's actually, not because I hate all kids. I hate your kids. That's, so that's right. it. Um, and the, the only reason I bring it up is because it actually led to an altercation on the show. Which, is, us, which will never air. It's deleted. But, but but it's it's also like, and the thing is, it's not true. It's absolutely at not all. true. It's not true. You get along with my kids just fine. They're awesome. You're, um, you're, your current girlfriend has a kid who, who's o- a little older. Yeah. But what it stemmed from is when you used to host trivia. Oh. And they would annoying kids would show up what you don't like you dislike kids the way i dislike dogs yeah you don't dislike kids you dislike shitty parents that's right i don't dislike dogs you just like shitty. i dog can't owners. i can't stand shitty dog yeah. owners. and here in the subdivision we're surrounded by them yeah we are by the way <sighs> if your dog is barking and you put them outside to make them other people's problems you're a shitty dog owner. That's You're, right. You are who I'm talking about. Unless you live out in the country where no one's going to hear you. Our houses are six feet apart from each other. Yep. And there's literally hundreds of them here. Yeah. So that's why I get touchy. That fireworks at fucking 2 a.m. on July 5th. <laughs> If you can hear, if the birds are starting to wake up and you're still letting off fireworks, stop. You're the neighborhood asshole. Right. Period. Right. You know, up until 12 30, 1 a.m., I get it. We're having fun, but there's kids. Yeah. There's people that have jobs. And guarantee the next day is a work day. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, The first first July 4th that we worked here, I had to work the next day. And I mean, two and a half hours before I have to get up, I'm still awake because, you know, uh, Patty the Patriot, three doors over, keeps getting. Oh, I just found another crate that I bought. Check out these mortars. Pew 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 pew. Yeah. Or they have those fucking missile little, little missiles that that shoot. Uh, yeah, I fucking hate those. I I yeah. Um. So a couple weeks ago, I now that we're talking about dogs, a couple weeks ago and fireworks. A couple weeks ago, I was uh visiting, not visiting. Sorry, I was helping somebody watch their dog. 
And watching dogs is... So you were dog-sitting? Yeah. Okay. Basically... The way you said it was, hey, can you come over and give me a hand with watching my dog? <laughs> I ba- Basically, like, the way dog-sitting works for the most part is unless they're, like, really needy, which is not very many in this neighborhood, but there's a lot that bark, but... Um, unless they're really needy, you just go over, you mm-hmm. feed them, you let them out, you spend about 20 minutes playing with them, and then you go. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Um, instead, I brought my work with me, and I just hung out, and it was awesome. She's um, she's a, a mix of like a Great Pyrenees and something else, which means she has something called a dewclaw. Are you familiar with what a dewclaw is? I, I am not. So you know how cats are poly, some cats are polydactyl, yep. where they got the thumbs? It's yep. like the same thing with dogs. Okay. There's this random-ass claw on the side of their, le- on the side of their legs. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, that's kind of scary. And, she's like, no. and the owner's like, no, no, that's her dewclaw to help her climb mountains. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, okay. So first of all, the, mountain, the mountains of Central Indiana. First of all, which mountains? The ones on like the couch? Is that the, right. <laughs> is that the mountain? And apparently, um, both of the breeds that she's the mix of mm-hmm. were both mountain dogs. So like over the years, you know how it works. Over the years, they just sort of evolved into yeah. that. So I don't know. It's kind of crazy shit, That's man. A hell of a story, Josh. I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm yeah. not full of stories today. It's just good to see you. I'm so, glad you so, made it back. So, something else that happened at the CC's Pizza that kind of <laughs> bugs me. If if you're an adult mm-hmm. and you go up to the to the to the soda fountain, uh oh, and you're putting Mountain Dew in that cup, I'm judging you. As an I'm, adult, I'm judging you pretty hard. Really? Yep. Um, I I I can't explain. And by the way, same dude, his maybe eight or nine-year-old son hit the Mountain Dew pretty hard. Ooh. Yep, doing the Dew. Dude. But, I mean, I do diet Dew. Okay, so you're not a nine-year-old kid. Yeah, but I'm also an adult man, I think. I didn't say the adult man was drinking Mountain Dew. I would have had no problem with that. My point was they were drinking each other's drinks, and, and they were acting like it was normal. Ew. Yeah. That's gross. I'm not saying Hawaiian punch is bad. I'm saying I it's just like if you're an adult and you're looking to to have uh, some vitamin C, you know, with your breakfast, yeah. start the day right. If you're reaching for the uh the orange stuff, Sunny D, and thinking it's like nutritious and good for you, no. It's not. No. But I'm also the guy that was at CC's Pizza. At, Whatever it was, nine o'clock last night. Closing it down. No, we didn't close it. We didn't close it. Had to get the kid. We were leaving this morning. Had to get the kids back. To That's it. right. What time did you leave this morning? Um, nine, I think. That's not bad. Yeah, I think it was nine. That's not bad at all, man. Had to stop at the post office and mm-hmm. mail some shit. Yeah, it wasn't. We had it. We it was it was a cool. I'm trying to think of anything like really funny that happened, but not really. Nothing? No. I mean, you went to you went to Dollywood. Did you do any of those dinner shows? No. We're doing those in July. Nice. Um, since I am a poorly paid public servant, <laughs> we had to be kind of careful. And the kids, by the way, were super awesome about that. Good. Um, we, you know, we ate a lot of, we always rent a house with a kitchen. So we ate every breakfast at home, which they like anyway. They're used to that. Right. There, there's nothing at a restaurant that is made better than I make at home. And they truly mean that. When they when they want pancakes, I make pancakes and I make them from scratch. Mm-hmm. When they want bacon and eggs, I make them bacon and eggs. Um, we would bring lunch with us for the most part. We did a couple dinners out. 
you know, CC's was not the most expensive of them. Yeah. But uh, no, there's not really, there's not really the, there's no shows left that we have a burning desire to do. They want to do Hatfield and McCoy's again because they enjoy it. Right. Um, is that the one with the water? There's two of them with water. There's two there? with water. One's the pirate and the other one, I don't know. It's is Hatfield and okay. McCoy's, yeah. Um, and then at some point, my, uh, my, my wife wants to do the play with the horses. Oh, cool. Okay. Dixie Stampede? Yeah. Where they... Or Stampede, I guess is what they call it. It's... It might just be Dolly Stampede. Now, I think is they it? took the... Di- just like the, the Dixie chicks, they don't... They, they took the word Dixie out, uh, you know, because they've made their money and got their awards now. And I think I think the lead singer is... Um, he, he looks kind of like a little boy now. The lead singer of Dixie Chicks. Really? What's his name? Natalie Maines. Did she? Are you are you just being shitty about I'm it? I'm being or, shitty oh, okay. about it. Yeah, she, she's not a good person. No, she 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 is a bad person. By the way, she tries to masquerade as a good person. Yeah, don't you hate that shit? Kinda, kind of be the person you are. You know, I remember when they I can't. It was a Grammy, I think they won, mm-hmm. and she walked up to the podium. And she said something along the lines of, oh, I got something to say to all the haters. And then did the 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 Wiggum laugh from Simpsons. I'm like, okay, you need to understand that all the people you're making fun of right now put you where you are. Yeah. And that's why now they play state fairs. Yeah. Yeah, because no one wants to book him anywhere. It's not that. It's the people that made them won't come see them. What really... What really bums me out is that there's not just one person in that group. One speaks for all three. Um, yeah. I don't know the other two well enough. De facto, yes. Which... She's not necessarily the spokesperson, but she was the most outspoken. Yeah, which, um, which, I mean, it bums me out when I see that. Because we don't know what the other two were thinking. And and clearly the other two don't give a shit. Otherwise, they would have said something or left the band. Sure, yeah. Um, I can assume. You know, it, it it would be easy for me to say... I wish entertainers would just leave their politics at home. <laughs> right. But that is usually what someone says when an entertainer is saying something they don't agree with. No. So, I mean, that's you know, usually I, how it goes. Yeah, I, a conservative or liberal, in all honesty, I, I wish you would just entertain me and leave the rest of it. I, I don't need you to help me formulate my opinion. Right. You know, I have enough. I have the resources at my disposal mm-hmm. to figure out what I believe and what I don't. I, it's not up to you. I don't, I don't need, I'm, it's not up to you to tell me yeah. or to give me the information that I need. I think I'm most ready for two speed drum dogs and a large diamond Dew. Two, huh? Two, you know, whatever. Fine. One until May 1st, then two. What does that have to do with May 1st? Because we're going to go to Talladega. Like, you have no idea how excited I am to go on this trip, dude. Like, just to be out there and be. Should we mention the thank you card that we got? We did. We did get a thank you card from uh, from Brayton Laster. Yeah, for, yeah, for coming on the show, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Brayton, if you're listening to this. Is it bad this, that up until I saw it printed, I thought their last name was Lannister? No. Okay. Like Tyrion Lannister? Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I don't even know who that is. I just know the name. To be honest, I've only seen two episodes of Game of Thrones. and that's Oh, all is I it a handle. Game of Thrones reference? That's all I could handle. 
Like, I mean, I get it. It's dragons and penises. That's the whole show. Is like, that's all it is. It's dragons, penises, and dragon penises. That's it. That's it. You know, and people just, and people dragon penises. I was say, dragging them across faces. That's exactly. You know, that's how it goes. It's the whole show. Yeah. It's sex and dragons, man. We're um, probably pissing some people off. Right whatever. Now. Who cares? Uh, and we'll probably get emails or calls or Facebook messages. I don't think we've ever got any of those things. We've gotten emails. Our first, our first uh, listener email was from Dan. He was watching the Phyllis Tunney Memorial Race. But I'm pretty sure we told him to email us. Nope. No? Okay. No, he emailed out of his uh, on his own volition. And then we exchanged some emails back That's and forth. Work. Thank you. Um, and then and then we started calling him, and now he, you know, now we're No, just... no, no, no. I'm talking about to our email addresses. Oh, no. He emailed it to, like, the whatever email address I put on the Facebook, on the... Uh, on the anchor. That's right. He So he, if I remember correctly, he was emailing to correct us. That's right. Actually, okay. you know what? Wouldn't it be great if I had the email right here? Let's you, see. Do you have it framed? <laughs> do I have it framed? framed. I might. Let's see. Here's, here's the email from May 8th, 2021. You ready for this? 2021. So it was like a year ago. Almost, yeah. Josh and Mikey. Oh, here we go. How's it going, Racing Brothers? I'm typing this email sitting on my back uh, back patio in the Austin, Texas area watching the Phyllis Tunney 75 Lapper, drinking the classy bush light and smoking a cigar. I am gradually adding to this email during red flags. <laughs> so far, I do uh, remember this so far and uh, a very exciting race, but not excited about Ben Tunney getting ed up in the crossover. TM. That's right. That's right. Uh, I wanted to reach out and... I wanted to reach out and let you know that I've been a listener since day one. I really enjoy the show, even with the tangents. And yes, mark me down as one of the 10 needed to hear the unedited version of the last episode. <laughs> this was back when I was editing, like editing out really raunchy shit. Right. <laughs> like, and now. Have you ever heard that? The, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. no, I'm like after, after I didn't get the response that I wanted, I was like, fuck it. And I sent a link to Dan and Tina. Okay. And then Phil, I think Phil has one too. I have some notes and feedback, but first a little bit about myself. I'm originally from Indianapolis. I spent my entire childhood at the Speedrome every Saturday. Wild Bill Tunney Jr. was and will always be my favorite driver. He absolutely was the man with no fear. I once watched him run three wide an entire last chance Jesus qualifier from the last to first. Uh, I've been to every three hours since 1990 except for 2020 because of COVID. Had to give my tickets to a buddy and watch it on low budget. Now, after knowing Dan for this amount of time, yeah, what's really funny is it makes me it makes me laugh because we know him and how he like sends sends notes and messages. Yeah, so I can progressively see him in this. Uh, we can tell where he's at with his bushlight ingestion <laughs> <laughs> based on based on his email. Um, some notes of things to address for the show, and they we were talking about tire soaking at the time, right. so they got rid of tire soaking this year. Um, so it is illegal to soak your tires before the race weekend. Now. If I remember correctly, tire soaking was where you would apply a chemical to make your tires more pliable to the asphalt. Yep. Okay. Less susceptible to um, drying out. Right. Okay. Which is why I don't know if you've ever noticed this. Um, <coughs> when drivers get new tires, they will leave them uh, wrapped in the plastic wrap. Yes. Until the very last second. 
so that they retain all the moisture from the factory. Right, so they don't they don't dry, dry out. Um, oh shit, it's gonna be cold next week. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys seemed a little confused on what soaking is. Now we know. Thanks, Dan. They chemically treat the tires to soften the rubber. This process usually consists of two different soak formulas. I didn't know it was two actually. Yeah. I, I, neither did I. One being applied before the other. After applying the chemical, the tires are put on a machine. Really, to keep the tires mm. spinning evenly. Do you think that they have to weight those tires properly? Like, is it, is it like when you go to the, I'm going to sound like such an asshole. As long as you keep them spinning. Oh, do you, do you mean, do they balance them? Yes. Um, so you're, you're acting, you're asking irrespective of the soaking. Right. Yeah. No, this is completely different. Because when I heard spinning. Fuck, my... Dude, that's a good question. They yeah. would have to be, right? You know what we should do? They would have to be. We should call somebody. Um. Do you not want to do that tonight? We don't have to do that tonight. Maybe next episode. Okay. Okay, um, I'm, I'm just saying this isn't this isn't going to be a great episode. I'm not at my peak. I know, I know. We got to we got to get you going a little bit. Um, let's see. This process consists of two different soak formulas. Blah blah. They keep the tires spinning. So when he's when he's talking about tire, we'll talk about this in a second. Um, evenly to evenly to soak the uh, end of the tire. So it must be in the formula at that time. Yeah. Softer tires need more grip, uh, more grip, faster lap time. Blah blah blah. Um, tire soak was originally allowed to help make the field more competitive to bring cars with lower funding and no top-notch parts. More, um, I'm sorry, non-top-notch parts more competitive. Dan has now finished watching the race <laughs> at this next. Yeah. Wow. What a finish to the Phyllis Tunney uh, Memorial Race. Great racing and the reason we are all here. Real talk. Yeah. Thank goodness for Speedrome.tv. It has been uh, great being able to watch the Speedrome racing every week uh, again since last year. Okay, so this from Summit Racing Equipment yeah. in uh, in Summit County, Ohio, mm-hmm. which I'm I passed that store tons of times. Did you? Uh, my in laws live very close. Um, most let's see here, dynamic balancing, also called spin balance, uh, a bias ply tire is not recommended. Uh, <laughs> dynamic balancing works best on radial tires that do not deform much when spinning. Okay. So because of the type of tire being used at high speeds. They deform, so they kind of balance themselves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. If um, I'm wrong, feel free to correct us. We'll have a we'll have a tire guy come on. I would love love to have someone from Hoosier Tire. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know that that's going to happen, but. So back to the podcast. Back to the podcast. You guys are doing a great job. I have some frustrations when you don't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> It's, that has not changed, at by all. the way. No, not that at fucking not all. But I expect, uh, I expect that to improve. We'll see. <laughs> it would be great if you could do uh, get on Apple Podcasts, which we are now. Um, I don't use, I don't use Crapple. He's an Android user. And but if I, the, if I remember you. correctly, that didn't really have anything to do. We didn't have a choice in that. No, yeah, that was. It was the publisher that we were once using. We, once we went through, like once Anchor started to get their shit in gear, we were on Apple. Yeah. So we're good. Um. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'll be back in town for the three hour and would love to grab a beer with you guys. Keep up the great work. Picture attached uh, for reference to my speedrome experience. And he shows a picture of his back, his back deck um, with his cool TV and his super short fucking lawn. <laughs> super short. Does he have any tattoos? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. No. Yeah, but you're guessing. I, I am guessing. But you, you could guess no, I could guess yes. You have one tattoo, right? Um, I have I have one tattoo plus or minus two. 
So you have three, you have three tattoos. I have zero. Oh, okay. I have zero tattoos. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, we go back and forth with whether or not we're going to do it. Yeah. Uh, we we had it locked in. We were going to do it, and then COVID hit. Right. Um, and then the tattoo that we had picked, we found out was very common for people in our age group. Oh, yeah? And even though it did mean something to us, we decided against it. Can I ask what it was? Um, here's one where I'll let you guess. Was it based on anything that you like? It, it based on, so we were both going to get the exact same tattoo because it was going to be our first tattoo. We were going to do it together. Mm -hmm. So it was something that was important to both of us. Was it the weird dancing thing from Dave Matthews? Oh, the fire dancer (laughs) one. So I want that tattoo. Right. My wife has threatened to divorce me if I get it. Is that from like an album? Um, no, it's, so it was mentioned in a lyric. Okay. And then after the lyric, it was designed by Dave Matthews himself. Oh, cool. Yeah. And now I see it on Jeeps everywhere. Oh my God. (laughs) Jeeps and Subarus. Yeah. Tons of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Along with a salt life sticker. Mm, What kind of salt are you ingesting? Like what, where are you going for that salt life? Cracker barrel? Like what? They came. Yeah. They rented a car and drove near the ocean once. <laughs> they got a salt life. Um, but no, it's not. We thought about something Dave Matthew themed ish. Yeah. We ended up not doing it. Um, but yeah, it had it was travel related. And the, the oh, cool. the new design that we have is travel related. So it's like a compass or a map it or was something. A nice. It was a compass. That's cool. Unfortunately, super, super common. Really? Yeah. Like, was it like a yeah. full compass or was it like the north, south, east, west type deal? Um, the original design was pretty elaborate. Oh. And then we went really, really minimal. And then we saw an interview of a bunch of tattoo artists um, doing recommendations <laughs> of and against different tattoos. Like, three of them said, oh, my God, if another fucking Gen Xer asks me for a pocket watch or a compass, I'm going to throw them out of my store. And I'm like, okay, well, we're not going with a compass then. You'd be like, listen, I didn't get it recently. I got it. <laughs> and then, you know, you start looking at how they degrade over time. Yeah. And you, if, if you want to keep them crisp, you have to constantly get them touched up. And then they get bit, you have to get them bigger and bigger because there's more cover-up work. And I don't know. It may still happen. Um, the career that I'm headed into right now yeah. isn't super friendly for I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We, it was de- it was going to happen. We put a deposit down. Okay. And had booked the time with an artist. And then COVID happened. Um, <laughs> and then the initial proofs we saw we didn't like. So we, we said, you know, hey, change this, change that. You know, we're looking more for something like this. And then eventually uh, we said, keep the deposit. You've dealt with us a ton we're gonna go in a different direction because then we were talking about maybe traveling for our anniversary and getting it somewhere oh nice and that might still i don't know i don't know we'll see i'm sure i'm sure that compass tattoo is gonna look really nice when you go to cozumel i hear stories about cancun cancun is a big one jamaica yeah basically anywhere sandals anywhere you go but never leave the resort because it's fucking dangerous to leave because it's a third world fucking country that's where that's where white gen xers go (laughs) Um, old people just, go to Florida and we just don't do that. We, I mean, it's yeah. before, I mean, now that we have kids, we go to the typical tourist spots, but we, that's not the way we operated before. Mm-hmm. We would go to places that no one went to not no one. I shouldn't say that, but you know, most people don't go to San Francisco for their honeymoon. That's cool. You know, they'll go to Honolulu. They'll go to Jamaica. You guys went to San Francisco. We went to San Francisco. Oh, yeah. nice. 
That's cool, man. It was. I've always wanted to visit there. Um, wait. <laughs> they need to clean it up a little bit. Yeah, now. it's, I'm, pretty, yeah, it's yeah. pretty gross now. Yeah, I've I've heard. Hey, so last Saturday I went on a little road trip with Bonnie. Uh huh. For the first time, we went on a road trip. It's not a very big road trip, but it was still kind of. Did you stay overnight somewhere? No, not a road trip. A day trip. There you go. Then I'll allow that. So we go, and, and she goes, uh, two weeks ago, she had mentioned she was jealous that I went down to Brown County. I was like, fuck it. Let's go. So we went to Brown County. Mm-hmm. Um, halfway, well, not halfway. I was in Greenwood. Um, I get a little signal light on my dash. Oh, okay. Um, you know where this is going. We've already had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And what, it was, what I love is this is the third time it's happened to you. The first two times I told you exactly what it was, and right. you tried to argue your way out of it. Like I was a fucking jury. <laughs> well, this is actually the fourth time this has happened. Okay, got, well, since you've known me, right? And now it's the third time. You didn't even bother asking. You knew exactly what it was because I I'll was, tell you. Let me let me tell you yeah, the difference. Yeah. The difference in in those three versus this one. Uh-huh. I owned this one outright. You're right. Right. Like <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have somebody buy it for me or some shit. I bought it with my own fucking money. Yeah, so the battery light came on. So the battery. So what happened is that the battery light came on, mm-hmm. and it it showed that it was getting insta- insanely high voltage. Uh-huh. And then my little ABS light came on, and I was like, yep. fuck. Yep. You know, and, and Bonnie's like, what's wrong? What's going on? And I'm like, my battery light's on. <laughs> Bitch, leave me alone. <laughs> like, I'm pissed. Fuck That's off. Right. No. You, didn't, you didn't sigh and say, well, the thing is, you said the same thing every fucking guy does when you get mad at something going wrong with the car. Leave me alone. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> I it said, happened, I, dude, it happened to me this morning <laughs> when so, we left Pigeon Forge. So she's like, what, what's Because she wants to help, and I fucking love yes, her for yeah, that absolutely, shit. You know? Absolutely. And she's like, what's wrong? And I go, I go, it's, it's, and, and then, like, what happens? I start to pull off the side of the road thinking my car was overheating because I'm a dumbass looking at the wrong gauges. Right, right. And I was like, fuck, the car's overheating. And then I saw that it was the battery light. And so yeah. I was pulled over going 45 miles an hour in my own head uh-huh. on 65 South <laughs> in the fucking shoulder. And Bonnie's like, what the fuck are you chugga doing? Chugga 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 yeah, chugga yeah, <laughs> the whole time. And I'm like, fuck, so sorry. So I get back over and I pull off in at the Greenwood exit. I find the McDonald's with a big overflow parking lot, pull over to the side. The battery light is now off, and the car is running normal. Yep. I panic. The first oh. person I call, Mason McKinney. Okay. Mason McKinney also has a Ford F-150. I figured Wes was at work. Wes also has a Ford F-150. Yeah. So I called Mason McKinney. No, and Wes was with me. On last Saturday? Uh, no. No. Sorry, no. No. Monday. Um, that's right. So so Wes was obviously busy. Yeah. Um, so I call Mason. Mason's like, "Well, it probably could be the probably could be the alternator." And I go, "Okay, that's what I figured it was." Yeah. And I said to Bonnie, "I said, listen, we're gonna go. We're gonna keep going to Brown County. But if the light comes back on, we're gonna bust a U-turn and head home." Yep. And she's like, "I understand. That sounds great." I said, "Cool." So we start going down to Brown County. Does not pop at all. Mm-hmm. Does not pop at all. Um, the whole way down, the whole way back home. Yeah. I, you know, drop her off, you know, all that shit. We hang out at the Abe Martin Lodge down in the park, which is a really cool little place. And then we come back home, and then Monday morning, I drive to, well, I drive to the gym, then drive to work. Light doesn't come on. Mm-hmm. I drive back from the office. Light immediately comes on and stays on. Yeah. Okay, uh, this is it. I had also at that time called my shade tree mechanic, um, his EJ is what his name is. Okay. I've, I called my shade tree mechanic because I knew it was going to have to get changed. Did you see the neighbor? The neighborhood guy moved. Where did he move to? I have no idea. Oh, he's gone now. Yeah. Okay. Well, his um, house is for rent. 
Oh, interesting. Um, I saw that. So, so uh, I said, hey, listen, my alternator's broken. I think it's broken. He's like, well, take it to O'Reilly. And he goes, the light's on. I'm not taking it anywhere. <laughs> I said, can you come up and do an alternator swap? He lives in New Pal, and he go very travels various places. So uh-huh. he goes, yeah, you know, I'll do it for this much. And I go, well, what if we did this plus gas? Because we've been working with him for like 20, 30 years. Okay. You know, and he goes, yeah, that's fine. You know, and then I also fed him while he was up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next thing was sourcing an alternator. Most alternators are about 200 to 250 bucks, depending on where you get it. Depending on where you get hold on. Yeah, but depending on where, yeah, sure. So I've I reached out to, right, me too. And that's, I did this for the first time. Uh-huh. I reached out to the mechanic at work who works on the trucks and yeah. makes sure everything. I said, hey, listen, my alternator's fucked. What do I do? And he goes, oh, don't worry about it. And he sends me a link on an eBay, on eBay for an alternator. Sure. For $110. Yeah. I buy the part, I get it installed for literally half the cost yeah. of what I would for. And while while EJ was here, I watched him do it. I was going to say, I, I hope you watched because I watched him. You shouldn't have to replace it again on that truck. No, I'm not. But you know, unless thankfully, I, um, Silverados and F one fifties, they're right on top. The only right the only on exception of me having to change it is if I if I heavily added modifications or accessories to right, it. Right, yes, like you know, sounds and amps and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do that. But, it, like, if, if I have to, like, if I add lighting, I might ask a question. Mm-hmm. Like, if I do, if I do, like, a bar light for the shining down. Yeah. Not, you know, I'm not trying to be a cop. Cause I, I well, and that's, so you and I had a very similar discussion to what you just brought up. And I cautioned you, like, hey, you have a beater. It's a nice beater. Mm-hmm. It's going to last forever. Right. Don't get caught in the truck trap. Yeah. Every pickup truck owner that you talk to is going to talk you into buying accessories for it. Because you were talking about getting a, a bed a, cover. A bed cover. And I yeah. said, okay, why? What do you think you need it for? Right. And you said aerodynamics. I said, it's false. And I could send you 30 links. <laughs> right. You, you want to buy it because you think a bed cover is what you put on a truck. Mm-hmm. And, and I told you, and now I can feel Every listener that we have that has a truck screaming. That I'm, I'm expecting wrong. a phone call from Mason McKinney any minute. I drove a pickup for about 10 years. Right. I owned one for six months, a, 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 a bed cover right. for six months. And it was a constant pain in the ass mm-hmm. because it's something else to take care of. And I actually use the bed of my truck. If you're not going to use the bed of your truck, get one by all means. Right. They look cool. But I bought my truck to be functional. The last one I had, the 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 blue Silverado that I had, the mm-hmm. 03, mm-hmm. had a cap on it. Ooh. And I sold that. Yeah. Because it got in the way. I used the bed of my truck. If you want to put small stuff like groceries and shit in the back of your truck and protect them from the elements from time to time, get a fucking toolbox. Because it's right there by the cab of the truck. You can pop open the lid, drop shit, and shut it. I'm not telling you not to get it. Right. I'm saying there's much better shit to get for your pickup than mm-hmm. that, that bed, bed cover. Okay. My only concern, because before I get the bed cover, there's something else I need to get, and that's the under, like, the, the tire attachment underneath my Yeah, and that was truck. another thing. I, 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 I think I said this in the text that I sent. It was like, dude, let's back up. You can't even mount your spare correctly, right. and you're talking about getting accessories. Right. Like, let's, you know, one step at a time. Right, and I think the process is going to go, um, I'm going to either get, so first of all, the, the underside is going to get repaired. Yeah. Then I'm either going to get the toolbox or, or a bed cover, but it's mm-hmm. not going to be like a super fancy one. It'll be like one that I find used, Yeah. you know, for like 50 yeah. bucks. But again, anytime you want to use that bed, 
I'm telling you, you're going to end up ripping it off. I promise you. And I, you know, let let me. Because it is inconvenient as fuck. Right. It's aesthetics. That's all it is. With this process, I want to, I want to, I'm not saying you're wrong, but it's going to be one of those things I want to learn on my own. That's fine. Um, That's fine. And again, I'm not not saying you're No, spend your money however you want. It's your money, not mine. Um, so, (laughs) so I'm going to, I'm, I'm thinking about it. The only reason why I want to get a new, at least one that looks decent is because the one I have now is ripped. I might as well just fucking tear it off. Oh, I didn't realize you had a junky one on there. Mm-hmm. Rip it the fuck off. Yeah. Uh, I'm concerned that someone or, might steal my tire. Why? Because my tire's in the back of the truck no bed. steal your tire. I don't know, man. No one's going to steal your tire. I don't know, man. Now that they hear this. Well, then, well, then fucking padlock, padlock it to the bed. You can do that. There's no holes in the bed for me to padlock it to. Yes, there are. There's stake holes, dude. What are you talking about? Can you tell I've not been in the bed of my truck? <laughs> like, I didn't, even, I didn't even look. Like, when I bought the truck, I was like, this truck is fucking awesome. Because I was thinking of it as a car, not as a, not as a truck. Right. You know? So, like... You, when you saw it, you're like, I can say I have a truck. Actually, I bought it because it was high up, and uh, it was really comfortable. So, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I bought the '97 um, uh, fifteen hundred that I had the, yeah. the the Chevy. Yeah, I just I I don't know. I'm not I'm not brand loyal by any means because like if if I like this enough and I find another truck that's not a Ford, I'm not going to freak the fuck out. Sure, you know. Sure. Um, and I don't I don't understand the concept of being super brand loyal to the point where you hate other people about oh what the God, fuck they drive. Exists though. I um, know. I won't drive a Ram because they're fucking junk. But that, but that's junk. that's based on experiences you've had. I would never. Well, experience me and a ton or of people other you people. know. Yes. Yeah, I would. I prefer GM trucks, mm-hmm. but I would drive an F one fifty in a heartbeat because they're great trucks. Yeah, Rams are fucking garbage. Yeah. They look cool. Period. So, I experienced this. This is me being a fucking nerd. I experienced that exact thing in the gaming community. <laughs> like, people are either so obsessed with Fuck PlayStation. I'm no, I'm no like people. No, I know you're talking about like PlayStation or Xbox, P, like or PC Master Race fuckers. <sighs> we should get we should get Michael on the phone for that. One. Get I that can, whole argument. I started. can hear him just getting shitty. No, um, he doesn't listen to our show. I know that for a fact. <laughs> I mean, it's mutual, so I guess that's fine. I listen to his. Do you really? Yeah, I see that one that I was on. I've listened to like a dozen times. <laughs> he uh, contacted me today too, out of the blue. Really? Um, yeah. So uh, the. The episode that I did with him is now tied with the with the his most popular one. Yeah, because you've listened to it 13, 14 times. It only counts my IP address once. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, he did uh, American Idiot. Oh, that's a I good one. Day. Yeah, it's a great album. And apparently now rumors his the episode that I did with him is. Have you ever, I know, I know you and I have talked about, you and I have talked about Broadway shows. Did you, and I'm sure you knew this, but they made, did you know they that made they, a, they made a, a play? Yeah, that was the point. That was like, it was, it's, it would. They, did you see it? No. Did, did I tell you I saw it? I told you that, right? I saw it. Okay. And it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I'm sure it wasn't, but I'm not into musicals. I'm not even rock opera. I was surprised. But his whole, the point behind that, that whole album was he was making a rock opera. Oh, okay. I and, didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that, but. Um, excuse me. The, um, it's really just, to me, it was, it was interesting. It was my first show that I'd went to that didn't have an intermission. Okay. And 
you didn't watch the newsroom on HBO or HBO nope. Max, did you? Nope. Um, looking back now, uh, one of like the main characters that was <laughs> that was that's in the newsroom is in that show. Is it was in that uh, the American Idiot touring Jeff that Bridges? I had? No, no, someone, um, Jim, John, John Sturgis, John I think Cena. No. I was going to say, how's that possible? You couldn't see him. That's right. Wow, who's singing on stage right now? Is it like a voice track? You know, like, wow. Um, yeah, I'm sure it was great for people that like musicals. I, it's a great album. Honestly, it was It was really fun to watch all the old people walk out. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Really? Oh, dude. Oh, and I was doing, like, something with Broadway Across America at the time. Yeah. I was doing the Twitter thing. And, like, we went from sitting in, like, row on the bottom floor yeah. uh, on row J. All the How way long ago was this? 2015. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and and so I was, so we went from row J and we're just like, we're just going to move up. Yeah. And we went from row J to row C. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and like, we would wave at security. Hey, what's going on? We're just going to move up because they clearly left. Okay, whatever. And they didn't give a shit. Where was this? A Clues Memorial Hall at oh, Butler. Yeah, Butler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I'd only seen a few. Sh- it's fucking ridiculous how big that venue. Have you been inside that? I venue? have, yeah. It's I insanely. Saw Burke, I saw Burt Kreischer there. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's it's really big, but also feels really in- intimate. Yeah. You know. It's kind of a cool. Um, the, the Royal George Theater in Chicago is the same one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, it, it, that kind of shit fascinates me. Yeah. So speaking of rock and roll. Yeah. Of my generation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Taylor Hawkins died. I saw that. That's t- the drummer for Foo, the Foo Fighters. That dude, fifty's too young. Yeah. Um, and I guess. Do we know how he passed? So, the I, the rumor is, here's what the officials on the ground are saying: drugs may have been involved. Now he's had a history of addiction. Right. Had an overdose not long after he joined the Foo Fighters. Was in a coma for a little while. Wow. Um, but I'm making no judgments. When did when did he join the Foo Fighters? Oh, it was a while ago. Three. He was yeah. It was like three years into into the Foo Fighters. So he was. I don't know. I don't know. So he wasn't a part of. So he was not the original drummer. My my knowledge of like Foo Fighters and Nirvana, like it didn't. Hold on. That's fine. It's, Take your time. It, it, you don't know. It's not your generation. It's mine. Um. But but for some reason I thought that. Everyone who was in Nirvana, save for Kurt Cobain, no. So it was just it was just it Dave was, Grohl. So yes and no. Okay. Dave Grohl made the entire album, the first album, by himself while he was in Nirvana. Wow. And then released it either shortly before or shortly after mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain died. Okay. He he got the he got. Uh, the drummer and the bass player player from a band called Sunny Day Real Estate, okay. which was they were kind of a one hit wonder at the time. Um, I'll tell you a funny story about that about that after this. Pat Smear, who was the the second guitarist for Nirvana for the final two years of Nirvana, also joined. But again, all of the music already existed. Right, the, it was every part, the, every song, and every part was recorded by Dave Grohl. Wow. And he put together a touring band. And then that touring band eventually became the band. Okay. Um, the drummer from Sony Day Real Estate was not very good. So after they recorded an album, Dave Grohl re-recorded all of the drums for that album. With and Taylor. Bass, and, and, but no, no, Dave Grohl, who was the drummer for Nirvana. Oh, that's right. One of the best rock drummers in the history of rock drummers. Wow. Well. Re-recorded all of the drum tracks. 
Wow. And then asked Taylor Hawkins, who was at the time Alanis Morissette's touring drummer. He walked away from a pretty lucrative gig. I was going to say. On the chance that Foo Fighters was going to be a big band. And then Dave Grohl, or Pat Smear left because he was just tired of being a rock star. Mm -hmm. He was from, he was originally from a, a, a famous in the music scene punk band. And then he was popular. He was really famous in, the, in two different bands. Right. Then he took a break. They got another guitar player. And then a few years later, Pat wanted to come back. So they took him back but kept the other guitar player. Wow. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's not like Foo Fighters was not a continuation of Nirvana. Okay. And they're completely different in every pretty much aspect. So the bass player, there were only three original members. Well, not three original members. The three members of Nirvana that everybody knew, like in their heyday, because mm -hmm. Dave Grohl was either their fourth or their fifth drummer. I didn't know that. Yeah, their so their first album, which not very popular, not a lot of people own, but is a great album. It's an album called Bleach. It's not Nevermind. It's not the one that right. smells like Teen Spirit was on. A guy named Chad Channing was the drummer on that one, and okay. then. They fired him, got another guy, fired him, and then got Dave Grohl. Wow. So the three guys that everybody knows in Nirvana, um, Kurt Cobain, right. who doesn't play music anymore. No. Dave Grohl, who's the lead singer and founding member of Foo Fighters. Mm -hmm. And uh, Chris Novoselic, who's the bass player, who hasn't been in a band since. Dude. Has, and has no desire. He's played with Dave Grohl a couple of times, mm -hmm. but yeah, he hasn't been in a band since. So I'm going to ask you this question, and it's going to be really kind of dark and fucking rude. Okay. <sighs> yes, I remember where I was. No, do, okay. you, do you think, and I've, I've had this conversation in my brain for a little while, and it was referring to actors who have died. Okay. But do you think that if Kurt Cobain had not died, if he had not committed suicide, mm -hmm. Or whatever the people no, he, say. No, he killed himself. For right. Sure. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Um, um, do you think that Foo Fighters would not have had such a lucrative? Because. No. That's a great question to ask. Uh, Foo Fighters would not have been as big as they were. But but that's simply because Dave Roll would have dedicated more time. To, to Nirvana. Nirvana. Right. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was thinking about this with actors the other day. And I was thinking about, um, I was thinking about Chris Farley. Okay. Every so often, my brain kind of just goes off into a, yeah. into a, what what happened if you know how yeah. it fucking goes, um, and I ask myself the reason we love movies like Tommy Boy and Black Sheep and whatever that fucking movie was. So you're was, asking a separate question. I'm going to let you ask it. But, but I mean, ahead. it's yep. it, but it's it's in a similar vein. It's in a similar vein. You, so what I thought you were going to ask is, would Nirvana be as well remembered or as big oh, if he that, had not killed himself? That too. That too. What do you think and that you can only ask that question if you weren't alive at the time? Nirvana was the biggest rock band right. in the world at the time, with okay. the exception of maybe one other band. The Beatles? No, at the time. <laughs> okay. So. Is it was Pearl Jam? No, it was Metallica. The Black Album came out the same year uh, Nevermind did. Okay, so in my, in my brain, and this just goes to show how different we are in age, in my brain... I see Metallica not as a '90s band, but as a as a uh, late '70s, early '80s, all the way through the '80s band. Not late '70s at all. Their okay. first album came out in '82. Okay, so early '80s. But their biggest album of all time, which the is black, the, the, the black, the black, the black album, yeah. came out the same year as Nevermind did, or within a year of it. I didn't know that. I take that back. The black album came out in '90. 
Nevermind came out in 92. Okay. However, they were still touring on, they toured on the Black Album for two years. Wow. Yeah. So I've had people ask me the question, and people from your generation and younger, would we remember Nirvana as much had he not died? And you absolutely would have. You 100% would have, simply because it was the big, if, other than Metallica, Pearl Jam was really big too, don't get me wrong. Soundgarden, not as much. If they were the biggest thing, it was, it's not like Sublime. Right. And I will argue this, and I've, I've actually gotten into like heated arguments about this. Mm-hmm. Half of the people that know Sublime and claim to love them would have ever heard, would have, they would have never heard of them had Brad Noel not died. Right. Because they had a couple good songs. That's it. Yeah. Um, and I hate to put it that way. Uh, Blind Melon is kind of the same thing. People will claim to be huge Blind Melon fans. And it and honestly, it was only because, and I, his name escapes me. Shannon um, Hoon. Shannon Hoon. Yeah. Who's your original Hoon? He's buried. He's buried about 10 minutes away from Lafayette. Okay. Um, um, but, I mean, you're, you're right. You're right. Like when, when But we, so getting into Chris Farley's movies, that's a completely different discussion. So I was thinking about it because Black Sheep is not a great movie. No, it's not. But but what what I was I was thinking about because he was in you know Beverly Hills Ninja. He was in you know obviously um, uh, you know Tommy Boy is one of my all time favorite movies. I don't, I don't give a shit. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a classic. It's um, I still lose my shit when he's talking about the brake pads and he takes the car that the guy has spent either money on or meticulously yeah. built. One of the funniest things. One of the reason that I like that you like Tommy boys because I can explain how you're behaving in Tommy boy references. Yes. Because you will, you sometimes forget that a, I'm an adult and B that I'm not your significant other. Right. So you will try and surprise me with stuff. It's like, Hey buddy, we're equals in this. We right. have to, you don't have to, some decisions I would like to be included. Yeah. On. So, so who's who? Who's who and what? Are you Tommy Boy? Or are you Richard? I'm oh, I'm the straight man. Richard, okay, I'll take it. Man. I'll take it. So, but, I think anyway. In my was, mind, I'm the straight man. I was thinking about it. He before he passed, he had a pretty good career. Whether he was the main character right. yeah, or yeah. he was the pretty well um, known, right? And and the thing is, is that I thought to myself, I said, do we would we really love him if? if he if he wasn't like if he didn't die you know like like had he not died would we not hold the I same would argue, I would respect argue. and reverence for the films that he has that he has like so it's hard for me to answer that question because i only hold respect and reverence for one of his movies right me too um uh, i i enjoyed I, him i know that beverly hills ninja i guess is loved by a lot of people <laughs> i never liked it his appearance in in the i don't know if you ever saw the movie airheads his appearance in the movie Airheads is fucking hilarious. I've never. I need to see Airheads. He's a rookie cop in Airheads. Really, and uh, he rips someone's nip, nipple ring off. <laughs> Listen, if you're gonna talk, you're gonna, if you're gonna sit down, you have to talk. Yeah, come on, put it up there, and grab yourself a set of headphones while you're at it. I was I was doing just intro, introspective thinking, which never should you fucking do right. after you visited Illinois. Um. <laughs> So uh, on my drive back from Illinois, I was I was thinking about, you know, we, we with Chris Farley, had he not died, would we not give a shit about his films, or would we be like, oh God, grown up or, or whatever, grown ups two or whatever the fuck it is is coming out, you know, and I can't believe Chris Farley has stooped this low, to, you know, like that kind of shit, you know, 
I think no, we, that's a great we question. I think love somebody um, better after they're gone, and we can't tell them. Hey, Martha. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think if we record another show, what's the time? What? what we're over an hour. We can we can stop here if we need. Because to. I think uh, I think we might. We should have maybe a discussion about the the argument that my wife and I had in Gatlinburg. We should do that. Oh, we should not. I'd Listen, love. racing season starts in a couple of days. We're super stoked. Thanks. We hope to see you out there for the crossover. I'm Josh. I'm Mike. Be good. Be good. See at you me. later. <laughs>